Welcome to Vida I Wish I Knew Then, a safe space where modern Latinas share their healing journeys on how to build confidence and are now breaking barriers. I'm your host, Jess, and this podcast will talk about our cultura and speak on topics we wish we knew before, of course, with a little Spanglish twist. Let's get started. Hello, amigas, and welcome to another episode. I hope that you're enjoying this show as much as I am. Let me know in the comments de donde escuchas y que haces cuando estás escuchando vida. I wish I knew then. Some amigas says that they listen to the show while they're working out, some on their drive to and from work, y otras during their señora cleaning sessions. Pero from whatever and whatever you're doing, gracias for letting me join you. This episode is a bit difficult for me, and I'm also a little under the the weather so please bear with me through this session. I would like to also give you a heads up that this episode might be a little tough for you particularly if you have an estranged relationship with your father or the father of your children is not part of the picture. This episode can also be relatable if you have a broken relationship with your mama. I did question myself whether I should even do this episode on absent fathers, but it only took one response on Instagram when I did a poll asking if I should discuss this topic to help me make up my mind. I received over 20 responses saying, it will make me feel less alone. So amiga, this one is for you. So levanta la copa y cheers because no joke, this is totally a Ramon Ayala Tragos de Amargo Licor kind of episode. I'm just kidding. Um, No, really, it is for me though. <laughs> Father's Day is a special day to celebrate father figures. So even though my audience may not primarily consist of men, I want to extend a heartfelt happy Father's Day to all those wonderful papas who are making a difference in their children's life. Thank you for shaping the souls of our little children. I also want to give a special shout out to the only fatherhood experience I've had the privilege to witness, and that is my husband. Thank you, babe, for being the best father to our little one. He is very lucky to have you. I also want to wish a happy Father's Day to those men who took over the dad role and to all the incredible mothers who have taken on the role of not only being a mother but a father as well. Your children will recognize and appreciate your hard work and you will always have a special place in their hearts. Lastly, my heart goes out to those who have lost their beloved fathers and to my amigas who have absent fathers or feel the weight of their children having the absent father or not having a father figure at all, whether it's physically or emotionally. My heart goes out to you as well. This month can particularly be challenging considering the high prevalence of absent fathers, the constant reminders in stores with greeting cards, balloons, and marketing materials to remind us to celebrate that individual who has been absent most or your whole entire life. But I believe that sharing our experiences and feelings can provide support and understanding as we navigate through these difficult emotions. Now, I'm not here to bash any absent fathers. I'm here to talk to you, amiga, who feels a certain way for not having your papa around. I want to start off by discussing my broken relationship with my father. To be honest, it has never been great. It has always been on and off, with me being the one trying to reconnect when it's on, and him choosing to be upset about something and pushing me away when it's off. I like to share vivid memories with you. So here goes another one. It was Monday when I was in sixth grade. 
I suddenly started crying in class and my concerned teacher pulled me aside to ask me what was wrong. I told her that my father didn't come to see me over the weekend como me lo prometió. My mother was called and I was immediately put into this therapy program through school. Looking back as an adult, I realized that I had already been receiving counseling without me even realizing it. My memory of those therapy sessions are so vague, I cannot remember those discussions. But I know that they happen after this incident with my father. The only thing that I remember is earning stickers after every session to get a Happy Meal. This was my first significant encounter with my father that was supposed to happen based on what I remember. My mother became so angry and I remember her telling my father off. I want to mention that my beautiful mother has never spoke negatively about my father to me until this day. Because of her, I am a true believer que no hay necesidad de hablar mal de un padre o una madre porque tus hijos se darán cuenta por ellos mismos. Later, my father called me on the phone to apologize for not coming to visit. I can't remember the reason that he gave or if he even provided one, but I do recall an awkward silence through the call. Before I started my podcast and Instagram journey, I used to do little video journals. So I'm going to be sharing a raw video journal that I recorded about this particular scenario. In this audio, I was feeling heartbroken and angry. I apologize in advance for the, for the low audio quality as this was recorded in 2020 in my phone. I don't hate my dad. And I don't expect him to say sorry. I just want to know what the F is going through his head. I seriously want to understand him. Sometimes I wonder if I or any of my siblings cross his mind as much as he crosses mine. If I don't cross his mind, how does he do it? It gets to the point where I wonder if something were to happen to me, God forbid, would he feel any remorse? I have such a deep connection with Spanish music. Many songs remind me of my childhood and take me back to specific scenarios. I never understood why I loved or connected with the bookie so much and even feel like crying. Now I think I know why. That's because in sixth grade, I clearly remember I was excited to meet up with my dad for the first time. As you may have called it, he canceled. My dad was forced by my mom to call me and let me know that he would not be coming to see me and maybe have the balls to reschedule with this little girl. While he was talking to me, all I could hear was the blur of his voice while Los Bukis, Tu Mentiras, was playing in the background. My dad has always been in and out of my life. However, in 2015, he seemed to be making a greater effort to build a connection with me, and I was so overjoyed. I finally had my, quote, daddy in my life, along with my half-siblings, my two brothers. Around this time, we met up for Father's Day. I was excited to meet up for lunch. I went to the store to get him a greeting card, which I take very seriously. Well, never in my life did I think it would take me over two hours to find a card and still feel unsatisfied with the message. Well, the thing is, no card had the right words to express how I felt towards him. Yes, I love him, but the number one dad, best dad in the world, and thank you for all you do, was not applicable. But it was so easy to find a song from those bookies to dedicate to him. 
I know many of Los Vuki's songs are love songs, but I knew how much my dad loved them. So I figured he would understand my words a lot better. Like, tus mentiras, yo te necesito en Navidad sin ti. Now I feel like I'm able to ex- understand and connect the dots why I am so angry at him. When it comes to boys, I needed his protection. When I came across malicious grown men trying to harm me, I needed his protection. When I felt lost, I needed his guidance. When I felt a financial burden, I wish I would hear his voice and say, here you go, mija, $20 to help you pump gas and help you get your job. When I feel frustrated as a parent, needing his advice how to be a better mom, When I'm feeling happiness, feeling that emptiness by not hearing a congratulations, Mija, I'm so proud of you. Even something so simple as having a broken microwave, needing that sense of security, I'll stop by Mija and I'll check it out. A daughter should not be the one looking for the father to love her. So here's a little bit more content. What you just listened to was an audio that contains my overall and overflowing emotions after he didn't show up to my wedding. I was so damn upset, sat in an anchor at the same time. The last time I saw my father was around Father's Day of 2016. Let me back up a little bit. So my dad and I reconnected in high school. I would say I saw him a handful of times before I became pregnant in my high school senior year. He stopped talking to me then because he was upset that I became pregnant when I was only 18 years old and in high school. We reconnected once again, thanks to me, years later, around 2015, 2016. This time, things seemed to be getting better. So as you heard in the audio, I was really excited because that may have been the time that he wasn't going to go away. He met my fiance at the time, and we would go out to lunch once in a while with my other two half-brothers. Another thing that brought me hope was when he told us a story. So my dad worked in building or constructing cabinets. I'm not sure. He had a job in an abandoned house and he was telling us that there was either a drunk kid or a kid that had been beaten up. I believe they had to call the cops to get him out. He suddenly started shedding tears and his voice started cracking. He started to say how proud he was of me and my siblings despite of him not being there for us because we turned out to be good kids. He literally said, mis hijos unos chingones as we were all in the midst of pursuing our careers this little moment right here was my moment that i said oh my papi does care and he does have a heart it took place on our lunch for father's day in 2016 the last time i talked to him in september 2016 i was getting married my mom suggested to ask him if he could support me financially with my wedding preguntale a ver si te puede ayudar con la comida el dj o las fotos tienes muchos gastos jess i told my mother i was super embarrassed to ask him for help because I didn't have that relationship with him. My mom responded with, I just, es tu papá, claro que te va a querer ayudar, mija. My mom, who had a civil relationship with my dad, requested for him to help me with some of my wedding expenses. And all of a sudden, my dad felt distant. After not showing up to the wedding, I was once again going through all these emotions. I was angry at him and disappointed. Then I started telling myself, 
ah, this was such a stupid idea. Why did we even let my mom ask him to help with the wedding? Maybe if we wouldn't have asked, he would have showed up then. It was not about him not covering any of the costs for the wedding. It was about him not owning up to his truth. How are you not going to show up to your daughter's wedding? Many questions crossed my mind. I believe he had a fallout with his own mother and knowing that his mother was going to be there was another reason why he didn't show up. Again, nothing justifies him not showing up to his daughter's wedding. After my mom talked to him, making the request to help me, honestly, I don't remember if I made the intention to get in contact with him. Something made me say that I did try to call him, but he didn't answer. And again, I don't remember if I did or not. It's one of those memories that I previously talked in my other episodes. Memories I wish not to remember and just shove them to the back of my mind. As there was no contact after the request, whether or not he was coming to the wedding, I chose two songs for the daughter and father dance. Plan A, a song I wanted to dedicate to him, Mi Querido Viejo, hoping that time would let me continue to enjoy him. But instead, we went with Plan B, Lo Busque, by Ana Barbara, and my mom once again, the queen she is, stepped up and danced with me. The song says, De un amor desesperado que no dijo adiós, es más dijo, vendría con el alba y no volvió. Desapareció y ni huella dejó. Yeah, not your traditional daughter-father dance. Friends, I was pretty angry at him for a very long time. As you heard in my audio journal, every time I went through a rough patch, I always seemed to involve my dad. While my dad could have made a difference if he had been present during my financial hardships, fought malicious men who were trying to sexually assault me, and helped me through heartbreaks from boys, it is important to know that my dad was never at fault for any of these situations. In reflecting on these experiences with my therapist, we explore the potential impact my dad could have had if he had been present and actively involved in these challenging situations. I was trying to make myself feel better and comforting myself of the thought of my dad being there for me. For example, his support during financial struggles might have alleviated some of that burden. Es verdad that if he was present, he could have probably kept away those who were trying to sexually abuse me. Lastly, his emotional support and guidance might have helped me navigate and heal from the heartbreak caused by these boys. There was a lot of could have, should have, would have if my dad was present. At the end of the day, amiga, he should not be held responsible or blamed for any of these circumstances. Life challenges vienen a nosotros de muchas maneras. My therapist helped me understand that my dad's absence or inability to intervene does not imply that he was at fault for any of the difficulties I faced. Then the guiltiness creeped in as I realized that I had been blaming him for all the ups and downs throughout the years. This realization gave me a deeper understanding and allowed me to recognize that everything that had happened was neither my fault nor his. Instead, the people who caused harm and hurt were the true villains in my story. After seven years of going through a hell of a roller coaster of emotions and going through some serious therapy sessions, I decided to first forgive myself for the guilt I was feeling. A couple months later, I then decided to forgive him, although he did not ask for forgiveness. I wrote him a letter and I put it out on Instagram. 
I did this for me. This was my form of healing. This is the letter that I wrote to my father at the very beginning of the year, Enero de 2023. And I would like to share it with you. Querido papá, este año decidí perdonarte incluso si no estás pidiendo perdón. Te perdono por mí. Algo profundo en mi corazón me dice que estás pasando por mucho y lo siento. Perdón por sentir tanto coraje hacia ti y por no entender tu ausencia. Espero que Dios te ayude a sanar cualquier herida y problema que puedas estar enfrentando. Sé que a veces nos alejamos de los que amamos cuando estamos en el fondo en un lugar oscuro. Se siente como que si estuvieras solo. Lo siento si estás en una situación y por no entenderte. Todos cometemos errores y no debo juzgarte. Hoy decidí que no buscaré respuestas porque la vida es corta, pero siempre estaré aquí esperándote con los abrazos abiertos. Siempre te amaré porque merezco ser feliz. Amiga, I'm sure my dad carries his own traumas and I feel for him. I no longer pray to God saying, God, help me understand him. Now I pray, God, please keep my dad safe and give him the strength to overcome any wounds he may be carrying. I have recognized that my dad may be going through his own pain. Pain. He may or may not want to reach out, but perhaps el orgullo o la vergüenza is stopping him. While that's not an excuse, I am no one to judge him. Maybe God has kept him away from me for a reason. Having an absent parent is not easy. No matter how old you are, the love and care of both parents matter. While I can't change your circumstances, amiga, I can offer you some advice on how to cope with these emotions. Número uno, acknowledge and express your feelings. Give yourself permission to feel sad and acknowledge your emotions, even if you're angry. It's healthy to recognize and accept your emotions rather than suppressing them. Número dos, build a support network. Connecting with people who have gone through similar situations can provide a sense of understanding and empathy. This is one of the things that it brought my best friend and I even closer. Número tres, finding alternative sources of guidance and mentorship. Look for positive role models or mentors that can provide guidance and support in various areas of your life. This could be teachers, a coach, or even a trusted family or friend. For me, amigas, it was a college professor. I don't necessarily call him dad, but he has done so much for me and I am forever grateful for him. He is a college professor, the college professor, who let me sneak in my kid under the desk so I can get my college education because he knew I had no childcare available. Thank you, Mr. Adeninka, for always calling me on holidays and expressing your excitement for all my victories, as well as being there when I need career advice. Numero cuatro, create your own definition of family. Remember that family can extend beyond your biological connections. Cultivate meaningful relationships with people who love and support you and consider them as part of your chosen family. I have a lot of amigas from childhood that they feel like sisters and primas. We can do the same with other family roles. Numero cinco, seek professional help if needed. If your sadness becomes overwhelming and it starts interfering with your daily life, consider reaching out to mental health pro a mental health professional who can provide additional support and guidance. 
just like I did. Also, I love to encourage you to take a child in need under your wing and provide them with love, care, and support. Providing them with guidance that they may not be receiving from their parents can make a tremendous difference, my friend. Again, these kids don't necessarily have to be foster kids or part of a broken home. Simply someone that needs a little extra guidance, just like I found it from my college instructor. Some relationships are worth fighting for, amiga. But if they're only bringing you down, you must move forward for your own well-being. If a relationship is constantly bringing you down, causes you emotional or physical harm, it hinders you from personal growth and happiness, it may be necessary to put your own well-being first and move forward even if it's a mom or dad. It doesn't mean that you're giving up easily or that you don't love them, but rather recognizing that the relationship can be toxic to your overall quality of life. Taking care of yourself, again, should be first. Sometimes letting go of those relationships allows you to create space for a healthier connections and personal growth if those relationships do decide to come back. Remember, making the decision to move forward from a relationship that's holding you back can be difficult, but it can also be liberating and empowering. Trust your instincts, value your worth, and prioritize your happiness and emotional well-being. Amiga, you are worth all the happiness in life. Don't you forget that. Thank you so much for letting me join you today. Recuerda que las quiero mucho. Thank you again for tuning in to Vida I Wish I Knew Then. I appreciate your support and hope to continue providing valuable insights and inspiration. I invite you to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. Your reviews will help this podcast reach more modern Latinas like yourself who are on a mission to break through barriers. Also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Vida underscore with underscore Jess to stay updated on the latest episodes and behind the scenes content. Recuerda, we're all on a journey of growth and self-discovery and we're here to support each other. Las quiero mucho.